0: Oh, we in
1: here. What's going on?
0: Got my dog back, man.
1: Yes, sir.
0: Uh, hey, be back in the building, man. It's Monday. Uh, we haven't been together since last Monday. I let y'all on Thursday we had some fun, but uh glad to have my dog back,
1: man. I was I was I was very safe. Man, it was it was needed, man. Relax. Um, uh, on the beach, man, have some good drinks, man. Cigar. So. Ooh. It was good, man.
0: Just smoking on, man. I told you and uh, I asked you and Weez to put me on, man. You get on the man. cigar game, man.
1: Yeah, I'm on the um. I started off with the Monte Cristos, but now I'm on the my father's um padrones. Uh, okay, I know about padrones. Yeah, placencias. You know? So just been tapping into it a little bit more. That last one sounded expensive. What was the last one? <laughs> Placencia, it's a good smoke though. Yeah, the harder it is to pronounce.
0: Yeah, buddy. Well, yeah, man, we back, man. Man and man, no. pod. I'm one half of the pod. Darius Butler got my co host back with me, Antoine Bathay. What's good? what's today? Today is Monday, May 17th. A lot going on in the sports world, uh, NHL hockey. Playoff hockey started. My Florida Panthers. I know you knew I was a big Florida Panthers fan, right? Oh, man, here you go, <laughs> big, big here hockey guy. Go. But we lost. Um, we lost last night, five to four. Great game, though, against the Lightning. Um, NHL playoffs are all Stanley Cup playoffs. Um, what else we got? WNBA just kicked off. They yep. uh, off to a hot start. The NBA to play the play-in games are set. Talking about that last episode, um, but then NFL, you know, got some teams reporting for OTAs today. Um, some vets, some rookies, and there has been a lot of talk around that. But we'll get into that a little later in the show, man. But how you feel about these playing games we got coming
1: up? In NBA? Man, I'm, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for this Lakers and uh, Golden State, man. Steph and LeBron, they're gonna go at it. Obviously, you know. Um, <clears throat> Steph is playing at a high level right now, MVP, MVP uh, level right now. LeBron, fool y'all, y'all, you know what I mean. He came back, jumping, catching the, <laughs> the alleys and everything. So I'm excited for that one. But I'm excited for the play-in, man. It's it's kind of how um, NFL, how NFL play yeah. is. Once you get to that, you know, it's just it's, it's one and done. You know, you got to come with your A game. You know. Um, and I know it's been a lot of talk as far as you know, which sport is it harder to get a chip in? But you know what I mean. Obviously, you know, um, I think in the NBA, I'm a game of seven. A little taste of that. Yeah, game of seven, the best team gonna win. But now just playing, sure, you gotta, you gotta come to play. Yeah, it's it's it's
0: to Go home out the gate. So that, that I mean that'd be crazy. You think this will impact LeBron legacy at all if he loses game and don't make it into the offs?
1: if he loses to get Steph at that impact his legacy. Like I think, his, I think oh, his no. legacy, I think his legacy is set, man. That's just me. Maybe I'm just a, a Brown fan. And I appreciate what he's done. I um, but too. I think, but I think people will try to, but I don't think so. I think his legacy is set in my opinion. I mean, I, I believe so as well. I think his legacy is set right now.
0: Regardless how you feel about it, I think most basketball players will probably put him at second, second best all time after MJ. And then some people, you know, it's boy is one A1B, and some people is LeBron is that guy. So right. I think that will affect that conversation as far as you know, because we only focus on MJ's six titles um and nothing else. But uh that'll that'll be and this will be the first time I think LeBron would be would this even count of getting booted out of the first round of the playoffs? Yeah, but he's never he's never lost in the first round, but man, it's be crazy. So that's one game seven, eight on the West Coast, Western Conference. The other game, the Grizzlies and the Spurs. That's probably the least amount of excitement in the playoffs. Um,
1: but I think right the playing, man. I, I think the I think the playing gives it that excitement, though. Just yeah. like you know, because you know, you know, guys are gonna be out there playing their best and playing their mm-hmm. butt off. So I think this playing gives it. What it lacks as far as maybe team wise, but just where um what they're playing for, I think it gets it gets gives a lot more excitement.
0: We got a little May Madness, and then on the um the Eastern Conference, nine and ten, you got the Pacers and the Hornets, and then uh, seven eight, you got Boston and the Wizards. I mean, yeah, the Wizards. So, um, if Boston lose this game, hey, it's a wrap for them. <laughs> I know we talked about it earlier in the season, but. Does Stevens get a pass? You know they've been in the Eastern Conference Finals what two, three times under his tenure. Um, You know Jalen Jalen Brown's out. I mean, I don't think they should be in this position personally. But um, Kimba dealt with some injuries this year. You think Brad Stevens gets a pass if they lose this game or lose in the first round of playoffs? Or you think you think it's a wrap if they lose game?
1: What's the motto, man? (laughs) No excuses, no explanations. Hey, man, you got to get the job done. We got to get the job done. As we all know, um, injuries come with the game. Um, regardless of what professional sports you're playing, injuries come with the game. Um, everybody has injuries. Um, every team has injuries. Every team is battling through stuff, man. So no excuse, no explanations, man. I just think uh, with all the talent that's on that roster, um, individual talent, mm-hmm. uh, somehow, some way, man, you got to be able to bring that together. And and do more with what they have. That's my opinion.
0: All right. You you you're usually patient. Usually the patient one between us. But you saying it's I, over.
1: With. I'm definitely patient. I'm definitely patient. But you know, I'm not sure. Like what else? Like what else are you gonna do? Like are you you need another piece added to that? Um. You know. Um. I, I don't know what else you you you'll do in that situation. And I don't think. <laughs> I don't think they can get that much. They can get better. Obviously, mm-hmm. you know, having them on the on the floor more together, but I don't think they'll get that much better with, with what they have. Um, I think mm-hmm. something has to give. I think something has to give, whether it's your coach, whether it's um one of them key players leaving. Um It ain't gonna be Tatum. You know that. Nah, it's it's not gonna be Tatum, but I just don't think that's the that's the equation right now. I don't think that's the, the formula for, those, for, for they winning three
0: plus coach Stevens, we you think they peaked basically what it sound like. Yeah. You got to switch something up. I mean, I can, yeah. I can see that. I think uh, he might get bailed out honestly, because Brown's hurt. He has, like I said, I think he has three conference finals appearances, even though he didn't get over that hump. He got three. I feel like Dan, uh, Ainge kind of takes a little bit of, um, a little bit of accountability, as far as the rosters and what's missing on it, um, but we'll see though. But I, I think I think he's gonna keep his job. I know we talked about it earlier in the season about him losing it if they underachieve, which they did. But I think he keeps his job for another year. Yeah, we my
1: opinion. We're we gonna see. see. Yeah, but um, who what's who other got player? in that
0: game though?
1: Who who they got? Who Boston got? It's um it's Boston
0: and Washington.
1: And um I'm a, I'm gonna go with Washington. You're going with Washington. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm taking Washington
0: as well in that one. And then you got the Pacers and the Hornets.
1: Hornets. I'm going Hornets. Damn, sorry, Indy. Yeah, Indy, man. We, it's love, right. man. Yeah, they got, they, I got they, It's a lot going on over there that um, a, lot going, on right a now. lot going on. Yeah, so I'm definitely gonna go uh go Hornets. Uh we got Memphis and the Spurs. Memphis. I'm going with the Spurs
0: on that one. Going to Spurs. Let's go. Uh, let's go, Rudy. Let's go, Rudy. Let's see, I, ja it was it was um watching that uh Grizzlies Warriors game. Like they didn't respect his outside jumper at all. Like he, he's definitely gonna have to work on that going forward. Dynamic player, great player to watch, but he gotta, yeah, you for know, sure. he
1: gotta get a legit jumper from out there.
0: So I'm going with the Spurs on that one.
1: Definitely gotta open the game
0: up. Got to for sure. Um, and then Lakers Warriors. I'm going go
1: Lakers. Ooh, woo. Yeah, I can't. Mm. I can't I can't jump off now. You know what I'm saying? I've been rocking with him. I can't jump right, off now. Yeah. Anymore. So I'm gonna go Lakers. Um, That's true. Steph. I know Steph, he's in his bag right now. He's deep in, in his I, I'm I'm
0: going Warriors, man. I'm going Warriors. I don't know. I don't know why, but I'm I'm going Warriors. But let's say you're right, and the Lakers do win that, and they matched up with the Suns in the first round. Because I, I picked if that if that matchup was to happen, I'm I'm taking the Suns coming out of the West. So I will go with the Suns. And led by with, Chris Paul over LeBron led Lakers.
1: I'm going Lakers.
0: You going Lakers in that in that matchup? I'm, if it I'm, happens, I'm going
1: Lakers, man. Woo. I'm going Lakers, man. LeBron A D. Oh, no, man. They just don't look. LeBron
0: looked good last night, though. He hey, just, hey,
1: man. Y'all let LeBron fool he y'all, He looked good man.
0: last night. He
1: limped a little bit towards the end, but I think he of playing a little possum. Of course. That's going to make the story even better. You know what I'm saying? It's going
0: to make the story better. AD is who better. I worry about, though. Yeah. AD is who I worried about. Um, who's, It's who I worry about. Before we move on from the basketball stuff, um, obviously, the end of the regular season is here. Gotta, we got to get some awards out, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Get some wars out. So we'll start with um. Let's start with coach of the year. Who's your coach of the year this year?
1: Don't let me butcher his name, but uh, out in New York, oh. man, with the Knicks. Okay, Knicks.
0: Knicks. I believe four C. Oh, they, yeah, I think. They yeah, like,
1: four C. Four C. Four four A, they happy too. They, um, I mean, Cibito. as they as they should. Um, I don't think anybody at the beginning of the season would have would have had New York Knicks. Um, the fourth seed in the East, and if you if you did, you lying. Well, oh, you're a Knicks fan. I don't even, even think you, they. I, don't, even I, about the say, I don't even
0: think they had a four, but uh, even uh, if a Knicks fan. Yeah, yeah who you got? Pick. I'm going with uh Monty. Monty Williams out okay. there in Phoenix. I'm I'm heavy on this Suns train. Um, they got hot obviously last year in the bubble, and uh looked like they haven't really looked back. Obviously, brought CP three over. This is his last, I think his last real opt to get a, a chip, man, and he'll have to yeah. knock probably LeBron off to get it. But um, yeah, I'm going Monty Williams out there in Phoenix. Okay, that's okay. two good ones, though. Okay, I can't argue yeah. with the other one. Yeah, I can't what argue. What about MVP. um, shoot MVP?
1: MVP, um, that's tough. I'm gonna go with Joel. Mb. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna MVP. go with Mb, man. He uh made some, I think he made uh, some major strides in his um in his game. Um he got for the sure. he got the sixes. Uh they the they the one seed. One seed, yep. He got the sixes of the one seed, man, with Doc coming over. Um I love what he what he's been doing, man. Yeah,
0: he the missed best. some time. He missed some time, but before he went out, he was definitely um on top of that MVP letter. Yeah for sure. Um Joker. What you said?
1: No, I was about to say the best big in the game right now.
0: Yeah, best big in the game for sure.
1: Well, some people would debate. Is that Joker? Yeah, it's up for the debate. I mean, it's just my personal opinion. I think Joel is. Best big in jo- the game. Right now, yeah. But Joker. Okay. Joker so that's is- over
0: AD. Over AD, over Greek Freak. Is you, you consider you you consider a yeah. Greek Freak uh, Greek a big? He is a center, yeah. He is center that can handle the ball.
1: Greek Freak, well, I mean, I got Joel and B. It. I'm Sam stand, standing I, on mines. And, and,
0: uh, okay, if he's healthy, I mean, like I said, when he was out there healthy, he was uh, he was number one on that MVP um, ladder. Uh, I'm going with ah, no, nah, I can't go. I gave it. Realistically speaking, I think Joker will win it um because he has you know carried his team had a good team had a good year obviously lost murray but he's he's carried the team and you know the international player i think nba they want to make the game international that'd be three international players in a row i see him winning it but i think most deserving is steph because i mean if you really talking about most valuable player to his team is Steph. But they're playing in the eight seed, so he probably won't get it. But what he's done this year has been crazy. So I'm yeah, still rocking sure. with Steph. I'm giving it to Steph. But I think uh the Joker, since he did play, he didn't miss a bunch of time like Joel did. I think he'll end up – um I think, up I think he'll end up getting it. I think he'll end up getting it. But we'll see. Yeah,
1: we'll we see. I can respect that. I respect that. So you that went on.
0: Uh, you went NB. I went Joker.
1: NB. Yep, yep. Uh, your sixth man, sixth man of the year.
0: Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson out there with um, the Jazz, out there with the Jazz. I'm going Jordan Clarkson, man. He took some steps this year,
1: getting the boys instant offense off the bench. Who you got? Hey, I'm going D-Rose. D-Rose, I'm, I'm back in New York with the next man. D-Rose, um, he give you some flashes of the – the MVP, D. Rose. You know what I mean? Um, able to come over, get him some some veteran presence on the court, some veteran leadership. Um, he's been doing his thing. Yeah, man. I'm, I, I love I love to see D. Rose back in his bag, hitting big shots down the down the stretch.
0: Um, yeah, that's, I love that one. But also, uh, D. Yeah. Rose, your six man, Jordan yep, yep. Clark, my sixth man. Who else we got? Um,
1: defensive player. player of the Year. Okay, go ahead, the Defensive crew. Player of the um, Year. Let's, let's go uh, most improved. I think we are uh, – I'm going to go Julius Randle. Yeah, yeah I'm going to out there in Randall. New York. In New York. Um, yeah. I bet. So, like defensive
0: player of the year, who you got? He, he damn near could be that MVP, combo, Julius Randle. But defensive player of the year, I'm going Ben Simmons out there in Philly. A monster on defense. Big, fast, athletic. Um, You know, give you give you a lot to want on the offensive end. Um. But league give you everything you want out there perimeter down low everywhere so i'm going ben simmons defensive player of the year
1: uh, mm, mm, mm. i think rudy gobert could always be in that conversation always um I don't know, man. I might have to. I might have to agree with you on this one. I might have to agree with you on this one. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons been doing his thing on the defensive side of the uh, defensive end this year.
0: Well, Greek Freak will probably be in, in the conversation.
1: Yeah. Um. Who else is in the
0: conversation this year? Um. Somebody, I feel like I'm missing. I don't know what I should say. Yeah, that's why I'm. But um. But yeah, I'm going Ben Simmons. All right. Oh man, Simmons. Appreciate that subscription, Sean. Who else we got? We got any questions, comments here before we get off of basketball?
1: Doo, 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 doo. Man, man, man. So I think um I think New York, you'll see New York Knicks in a lot of these awards, postseason awards, in my opinion. You say a lot of the Knicks? Yeah. You you pick Rose and Randall. Rolls around and coach.
0: Oh, and the coach, damn! So you go, you yeah. got to hit on one of those.
1: Yeah, you I got to hit at least, at go least go on one. one. <laughs> 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 um, so sure, rookie at the end. Oh shit! Rookie at this the end. This is tough,
0: man. I will be going back and forth. Now, nah, it. It's, it's tough. Ball. I gotta go. Mellow- I'm gonna stick with the Melo. Yeah, he he just took the. He just he, he he showed up and he was you know he lived up to the hype. He was he yeah. was Showtime. He was box office from the jump. Edwards struggled out of the gate, but as soon as Lamelo went down, Lamelo went down. That's when that's when Edwards kind of took off in his game. So um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad at the co MVP because he carried it while Lamelo was out I and mean, he right. came back obviously. But if I had to pick one, I'm going Lamelo ball.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on that one as well, Lamelo. Yeah, Mello out here in Charlotte holding it down. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked, Um,
0: Van, can y'all give us finals picks? We gotta get the playoffs set first, Van <laughs> yeah. Can we get the play done? Because uh, if Steph end up sending Braun home,
1: yeah, yeah, ooh, cause everybody nah.
0: go get hey, the boys going get juiced up over that west coast.
1: Oh, I about to say, I thought you about to say get juiced up over the warriors. I'm like, nah, <laughs> you tripping. No,
0: no, no, that's what I'm saying. But no LeBron in the playoffs?
1: Right, yeah, right, right.
0: Everybody feel like they got a shot.
1: He got a shot, yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, nah, I think that's that's important, though. That's important. Um, I have my favorite in the East. But we'll see.
0: My my favorite in the East is the Nets. I ain't even going to leave no suspense right there. Them, them three cats play together? I don't care if it's – I don't know what I said before. <laughs>
1: I don't <I> know <laughs> – Hey listen <laughs> hey listeners listeners hey, hey, hey listen listen to what listen to what D butt just said like D butt don't even know what he be talking about half of the time and hey. he's not gonna stand on it. I'm glad my man said that you hey. I don't know he,
0: what I said before.
1: D butt but and uh, I told y'all he is for the moment
0: for the moment but uh where I stand right now if 13 11. Mr uh 50, 40, 90 club 11. Yeah. And um seven play together. They my favorite out the East. So uh it ain't no suspense on that. I mean, they my favorite in the league honestly. So you got them if they play got you got them, them winning team. the chip. Yeah, I got them winning the chip cuz Brown going to have to have going it's going to be a tough road. You know, miss a bunch of time, AD missed a bunch of time. Could it mean his his legs going to be fresher? Maybe. He was looking fresh legged last night. But um, I don't know. I'm sticking with it. I'm sticking with that Nets, Nets and Six.
1: Whoever they play,
0: Nets and Six. I think um, I tell you, I got the Suns coming out. So if they get the Suns, it might it'd probably be over in five. But uh, Nets right. Now. I mean, I guess, I guess that's my finals right
1: there. Nets and Nets and Phoenix. Nets and Phoenix. Man, I I holler at y'all after the play in because the Nets they gonna have pro- they gonna have problems with the Sixes. Not a chance, nah. not a
0: chance,
1: not
0: nah. hey Pepe. They play I'm no in now, I'm, I'm in it now, baby. I can't be stuck, I can't be stuck in what I said two weeks ago, four weeks ago. This is a completely <laughs> different world now. Bitcoin was worth what $60,000 2 weeks ago, and yeah, Elon started talking. Shit, We're in a whole new place, man. So, man, where I stand today. Off the rails tone. Did LeBron complain about the play in, but he'd be out of it, out of it if there was no play in. Nah, he'd be in the seventh seed. Nah, he, uh, he'd, be good. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be good right there. Getting ready for the um yeah, getting ready for the Suns. But uh, you know, it was him talking about it and it was Draymond. I remember Draymond speaking on it. I don't
1: know if they would well, Dr- you know. <clears throat> I think earlier in the talk, year. What
0: I think early in the year they were just saying um I don't know if like if he if it was motivating him to be playing for a playing spot something along those lines. He was kind of mm-hmm. like we like well, championships around here like yeah. worried about no playing but now they've playing each other but I mean that's what better playing game would you want
1: from this season? Yeah, that's, Honestly. That's going to be that's going to be beautiful right there.
0: I wonder what kind of ratings that game going to going to do. Um what else we got though? Trying to move, uh, move to so the let's NFL? Move, let's
1: move to the NFL. Let's move to the NFL, man. We got these uh, rookie mini camps, and then OTA starting up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like you said, uh, I think it was um, Pastor Tain the yep. second, came out and was like, you know, I don't have that leverage. Um, I know you spoke on it as well where, you know, some of the young guys will get some bad advice, and I agree mm-hmm. with you. Um, and Pastor Tane II was like, you know, I don't have that leverage for me not to be attending these uh mini camps and these OTAs. Like, I need to be here so I can prove myself, I can learn this system, man. And I, I tip my hat off to him, obviously. You yeah. know, um, you know, his old man probably giving him giving him some sound advice. And um, you know, as a as a player and you've been there, is just no way as a rookie you can't be in those meeting rooms and you know mm-hmm. where it's just your peers because now you know when, for the for the listeners when you are at rookie meeting camp um when they're giving you that playbook they're kind of slowing it down for you so you can be yeah. able to get it um at a pace where you can understand it because you gotta think especially about
0: if you don't have vets there
1: right you know what i mean right right but when the vets come in it's like all right you gotta <laughs> <laughs> you got to get how you live. Obviously, you're going to have some, some you know, some rookie meetings once the, once the older guys leave the building. But um, hats off to him, man, just understanding what he needs um, to, to to be able to succeed. Yeah,
0: for sure, man, because, I mean, you're going from – obviously, we, we talk about all the time, the learning curve, going from the college game to the pro game, and you need as much as that hands-on learning as possible because once sure. training camp comes around, like – Antoine Bethea, there is Butler, like you know, veteran players, like we we hitting the gas, we it's, it's rolling, and you know mm-hmm. it ain't no slowing down. So if you're not picking up certain installs, you're not picking up certain things. You could be a more talented player, but you're gonna right. get left behind because we can't trust you. The coaches can't trust you. Yeah. So when you get in there, uh, for like if I'm a player, like a young player that don't know what's going on, like it's no other place I need to be than. You know, in that city I'm playing in, in those, you know, in the, in the facility, in those meetings, in those walkthroughs, you know, learning my craft. Because one, like I said, once training camp hit, the vets only need a couple of weeks to really get in the, you know, playing football football shape. Mm-hmm. Watching what you need to watch, then you on point. But if you're a young cat, man, you you are already behind the eight ball. So yeah. I don't know where that advice came from. If it was safety reasons, I could see it. But um, you know, if not, like it, it's no reason, you know. If you can't handle the workload of OTAs, like, you're in the wrong line of work. Tone asked a good question. All right, you there.
1: Thank you, good. All right, bet. yeah, what was you saying? Nah, I mean, I think you just kind of hit on it. Like, why would you give that advice to a young cat? <laughs> but you said, like, like you said, it could be safety sa- safety reasons, safety issues, but. Um, it it could
0: be. But what, what, I, what I saw was like, you know, and I'm not sure if it was one person or if it was a PA song misquoting anybody, but they were basically saying, like, you know, we gave y'all a good product of football last year without having to be in the building, with being able to do just virtual things, et cetera, et cetera. But my thing about it is, yeah, that's – like, some people can learn that way. Like, I know if I'm learning a new system, if I'm learning a new defense, like, I need to walk through it. Like, I need to be able to, you know – ask questions to the coach, maybe ask questions to you, somebody sitting next to me, you know, like I need to be able to have those type of interactions, like just looking at it virtually sitting through those virtual meetings. I'm not going to be able to pick up and learn a new defense like that without actually walking through it and seeing the moving parts, moving pieces, making those communications. And I feel like that's the case for a lot of players. So I don't understand, you know, why, like I said, outside of safety, I don't understand why that would be advised, or why there's such a strong stance to be taken on it. Like I, I that's a
1: head scratcher for me. Yeah, yeah, and no, I agree with you. Um, I, I probably knew probably a handful of people that could really see it on the board and go outside and run through it and don't make any mistakes. Yeah. Um, again, I, I rarely seen that. I was a, I was the type of person where you know, playing the safety position, you, you have to communicate, so you have to be on your p's and q's at all mm-hmm. times, So knowing where the nickel was at, knowing where the back was fitting at. Like I need, like you said, I needed to walk through there. For um, sure. Walk, walk, walk through those things just, um just so I could be um at my best. So, yeah.
0: I mean, you usually don't get to a point where you don't need that unless, you know, once you get into a defense and you got those reps. Yeah. Like that's when, you know, that's when you know exactly what's going on, ins and outs of it. But when you're learning that defense, or, say you just learning how to play in the NFL. Like, you learning different terminology, like mm-hmm. splits, numbers, formations, how we identify personnel is going to be different. Uh, just everything. Like, you need to be in and around it. I'm sure they're doing a good job, uh, especially at this point, virtually, because, you know, you adapt. But, you know, I just don't think you can compare the two. Now, somebody asked a question. Tone asked a question. Yeah. He said, could you explain being in shape and being
1: in football shape? <laughs> Man, um, being in shape, right? So I could be in shape and I could go run two miles, right, under shoot 10 minutes. you would be like, damn, I'm like you in shape. Or <laughs> I could go out on the field and I could run um, some hundreds under a certain time and run mul- uh, multiple of those hundreds. She'd be like, damn, you in shape. But then I can go out there on the football field with a helmet, shoulder pads on, and backpeller, break that 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 wear and tear on your legs. As far I'm speaking from a DB perspective, mm-hmm. the backpeller, and the wear and tear on your legs, um, the heat. Um, you got to think about running a nine route, a receiver running a go route. You coming back and they going no huddle, and now that receiver runs you on a post, and now you got to come back and line up again. You know what <laughs> I mean? And then and then it's like okay, You're getting well, the run fit. Getting a run fit now, you're tackling the 235-pound running back coming downhill, right? So it's, it's it's those type of things where you have to get your get your hips, right? You gotta get your hips right. Like being that's football shit, getting your hips right. Mm-hmm. Your growings might get sore your first couple of days just because you haven't been doing a lot of planting and breaking, turning and running and things of that nature. So it's just more to just being and being able to run, but it's just uh, just everything that comes with the game, the wear and tear, your body, just um just getting right.
0: Yeah. You summed it up. Like you said, that, that shape you could be you could run a Spartan race or you know, run up and leave what I did offseason was hoop, I always hoop. And that that gave me the utmost cardio. But um it's nothing like working them little muscles in your legs, like you said, a little muscle in your back, your core, different things. And then when you're thinking so hard. You're working at the same time, like that kind of mentally and physically drains you to Mm -hmm. an extent. So you gotta train your body to be able to go through that, you know, that what three, four-second play, then be able to reset, get another play, and go back to it and do it again. And then read like that. That you got to train your body, your mind, and do that. And the only way you can do that is by doing it. (laughs) Like you can do, you can simulate as much as you want, but until I'm really in the coverage and I gotta adjust the coverage. And then I got to figure out, you know, how I'm gonna guard, T.Y., or Reggie Wayne in practice and have split, you know, four or five seconds and then reset and do it again. Like, that's the only way you can train that. So that's the difference of being in football. I'm sure basketball, soccer, whatever it is, it's nothing like actually playing and getting those real reps. No, nah, no
1: question. Well, it'll be, it'll be times. <laughs> it'll be times. You are, uh, like you said, a receiver going <laughs> to nine route, you try trying to defend the deep ball, Right. And then you gotta come up and you gotta tackle. You gotta tackle uh, uh, uh Fred Taylor, right? Yeah. And then, and then you line back up, and now you get two motions. You get one motion, then you get another motion, and now you are thinking like, damn, what I'm supposed to be in? You tied. Then boys <laughs> looking at you like, oh, Yo, what we in? You're like, yeah. Had a brain fart. Like, shh, I don't and know.
0: Then, <laughs> and then if it's a, a long drive, you know, you got a eight nine play drive. Now you got multiple ple- multiple people kind of you know getting a little gas, yeah. getting a little winded. Communication ain't the same. You know, calls not getting from one side of the field all the way across to the other and back. Man,
1: I'll never forget, bro. We had a um, we had a no <laughs> uh, a no huddle drive in Denver. Mm-hmm. We was in Denver. It was probably like an eleven play drive, man, and they eight marching down the field, marching down the field. So we like, yo, we gotta get a stop. We got to get incomplete or something where we can make this clock stop us. And it was probably like play like eight or nine and GB in the huddle. And boy, (laughs) he's so tired. He got his mouthpiece in. He getting the call in his helmet and we barking at him, but he tired. He can't give us us the call. But it was like, man, like everybody, now you looking at the film, everybody got their hands on their hips, man. But it was just one of them things where like, that mile high just put another element on it, whereas a no yeah. like a, a a no huddle, um, man, it was it was crazy. crazy. It get it, it
0: get ugly, man. That's what uh, that's why we had that mayday call. We we, we you know when back and somebody got glossed out, whoever supposed to be making your calls, hey mayday, mayday, mayday. Yeah, you I know exactly what coverage or what play that is, but man, the only like you said, the only way you you can be ready for that shit is if you train for it. Train sometimes. Forward, yeah. Even when you get in that game, it's certain things you can't train for, certain things you can't practice, certain things mm-hmm. that only happen on game days. So um, those guys that can adjust, you know, that have to have really put the time and the work in to build that foundation, I think. Um, and sometimes that foundation is really just built with time. But uh, the people that can build that and build on top of that as the season goes on, make corrections, evolve throughout the season, those are the teams that's usually um, you know, in and at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, oh man, what else we got? We got um. So the Tebow signing is still isn't done yet down in Jacksonville, but they're still making some other news. Urban Meyer speaking on his roster now. To go back in time a little bit, I wasn't a fan of the Urban Meyer hire out of the gate. I wasn't a fan of. I were you? Did you like that hire by the Jacksonville Jaguars? Um, it,
1: it was. It was up in the air for me. Um, I, I'm not going to say I disliked it, but I wasn't a huge fan of it either. Yeah. Just,
0: just because – for me, it was because I le- left the last places. Um, just kind of accountability things. And then he's kind of been a career uh, college coach. And then coming to the NFL, um, you know, just wasn't big on it. But he's made some – so he came out and said um, the corner that they drafted, top of the second round. I don't know why I think his last name is Campbell from out of Georgia. Mm-hmm. He said he's going to be working them at the slot and on the outside, so basically coaching them up to play this basically double coached them. Yeah, immediately I'm like, no, terrible idea. Like, as a corner, as a player, period, you trying to come in. We just talked about, you know, not even being in the building as much. You're trying to learn one position that's hard enough mentally, and now you're trying to put an extra position on a rookie. Um, I immediately said that's a big, big mistake. How you feel about that?
1: Um, I think it depends on the player. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on the player. Um, I've seen, I've seen rookies come in and be being able to to handle that, right? Um, obviously, I think it depends on the type of defense that you're going to be running. Um, how how detailed is this defense? Like, is it going to be multiple? You know, I mean. It, it it just depends they on the do, defense. They do
0: have a nickel coach, which I don't know how many teams in the league do, but when I looked at, you know, when he hired the staff, they do have yeah. a coach that specifically
1: coaches the slot. That, 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 that position is very important for the defense. Very might, might, uh, might be the most important um, position on the field, honestly yeah. speaking. So, again, Especially I think it's a passing game. Yeah, I mean, shit in the run game, too, because uh, yeah. you that nickel, you got to be – you got to be in there and run support. So for me, I just think it depends on the player. Um, I definitely feel what you're saying as far as that could be too much on a young player um, coming in. So, again, like if it was – I'm thinking about Gerard Powers, right? When Mm -hmm. Gerard Powers came to our team as a rookie, like he was ahead of his time, ahead of his time, and you could give him um, whatever he needed to do, whatever you needed to do for him to be on the defense – he, he, was he came know out. Shit. The, he came out the next day. He was gonna know his shit, and it was gonna be. He was playing like a a three year, four year vet as a rookie. Mm-hmm. So again, I just think it just depends on that player. Now, if you see this player is coming out and he busting coverage at corner, he busting coverages at um at nickel, I think you got to wean that back a little bit. But yeah, I mean shit, you kind of said it with Justin Fields. Shit, throwing that five. Mm hmm. That, that, that's shit. what I'm saying.
0: I, I I don't mind throwing him in that five one position, but two. And, and I mean, it's tough that that slot position is tough because, like you said, you're part of the run game in the pass game. Like, you yeah. can be a primary run support player. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at corner, you're not really primary run support, like, you use the secondary run support. You're learning at the cornerback position that's a pretty easy position to learn mentally. Like, I know I'm in thirds, so I know I'm in quarters, I know I'm in squat, whatever it is. But actually, like picking up the little nuances, the splits, the line, all those different things—that's tough. So to give him that and the slot stuff, like you said, you got experience being around a rookie that can handle that. I can't remember being around a rookie that can handle knowing and playing those positions, um, and especially if I'm, if he's coming in as a first-year head coach in the NFL, like you haven't even seen him do what three weeks in offseason and say, "All right, we could put some more on this guy plate." I think it's just I, I don't agree with that one, but we are gonna see how it turn out. Hopefully, hopefully he can handle it, and he doing whatever um, you know he needs to do to get on that field from the player standpoint. But I don't think that's smart from a, um,
1: coaching wise. Yeah, so I mean we'll we'll, we'll see. Um, like you said, I just one thing I do think it depends on the player if he can handle that. Um, but uh, like you said, it can be a lot because I mean we we got players that just that's so all they do is play the slot. I know, oh, man. Now, that, that's yeah. a fact. Now, yeah. when you
0: you when you draft a player like that that you they played corner. You know what I mean? They played corner, even if they come in the league in their slot, they played corner, so they got those skills. And I, I mean, I watched a few of Campbell's games. Um, in fact, he from he from the crib. He not really a slot guy to me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even see him in that in that light, honestly. That I'm really thinking about it, but I mean. We shall see. Like I said, they got a slot coach, so maybe he sees something in them that he feel like he want to work with or have him yeah. in there. But um, he also – Urban also made news with Travis Etienne, his first-round pick, cross-training him at wide receiver. Right. Uh, For most <laughs> of the – minicamp. Man. Now, we know the biggest issue with running backs coming into the league is learning how to pass pro. Mm-hmm. So um if he gonna be a guy that I, I expect to be a part of pass game, obviously Robinson told it to rock, you know, Kiry Lowe last year, but I expect ETN to be a part of pass game, some pass pro. Why the hell you got this dude playing all wide receiver, man? Like that's that's how you feel about that one. Oh, Irv Wilder, man. I I don't agree with that. Urban is is wild. He drafted a guy in the first round at running back to cross train him at um at wide receiver, even if Robinson is gonna be the lead back, take majority of the carries, obviously you're gonna work travis in there and get some carries, but like you want him to have the ability no pass protection learn the scheme if you draft him to play wide receiver and that's where he plays, that's one thing but you have you have wide receivers on the um uh, you know on the board at that point in the game, so why not go out there and do that but uh you know.
1: What the hell do we know, man? Debut. Went on an old man break. My shit started tripping. Yo yo. Yeah. You back,
0: cousin. I'm back, baby. Got that teddy riley.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. These. But yeah, we were um I gotta know how to fix that countdown to where i could put it on different times man but um where was we at man what was the under man hold on what did i miss what did i miss? <laughs> they said the overrunner that wasn't even a um that wasn't an old man break that was uh had to go check on the kid. kids kids be i skipping school y'all
1: skipping school man <laughs> Yo, do- watch your kids with this
0: distance learning
1: <laughs> man my daughter man she she fed up with it she got one more week. Yeah, they had the end.
0: They've actually had to um go inside the school to do some testing. My oldest,
1: um, you was nervous. Nah, I ain't nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> y'all, 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 with, y'all with the you shits know, we, out <laughs> there. <laughs> we, 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 we
0: big with the shits out here. Yeah,
1: y'all, Been y'all with, with the shits the out there.
0: Betters. But uh, but yeah, I I wasn't too nervous. I was actually glad for. You know, to just, you know, be able to see her friends, um, you know, talk to some of the friends she's seen some of them. But, you know, because I couldn't imagine that as a kid, um, you know, going this long without the school experience. And that was just so normal. So it's been
1: crazy for them. Yeah, I couldn't imagine um, that growing up, bro. I would have went crazy.
0: Man, I don't know how my kids stay locked in.
1: Yeah, uh, my, my mom being, and the job him. and my my mom and pops they they jobs i know they was they were i know they was going into work
0: fact so my uh so my parents actually pulled us out of school in seventh grade when i was in uh was i in seven no, i was in eighth grade so I, my eighth grade year um i was getting in trouble in, in school and then my younger brother real was in sixth grade you know i'm getting in trouble he getting in trouble too so my mom was a part of the school system, part of Broward County school system. And they she yeah. was like, you're not, about to embarrass. you're not about to keep embarrassing me. Pulled yeah. ass out of school, middle of the year, Um, after I got in trouble again. So we was done homeschool. This is before cell phones, social media, all that. So Ooh. we was home. So my dad, they had the teacher certification. My pops would come home and he'll be slumped like most of the day. So it will just be a little bro. Yeah. we run into the stores and shit, just doing a little random stuff. <laughs> We get a, you know, put, cops get us a truancy. I don't even know what truancy is. I'm like, look, we're homeschool. They're like, yeah, all right, buddy.
1: Yeah. So right, right, uh, it right, was right.
0: crazy. We went, we went some, man, that whole year, that whole eighth grade year, half of my ninth grade year, straight homeschool. bro. I was begging,
1: begging to back go back to hand. school. Yeah. Any your school, bro, I had. homework so bad. Yeah, your ass won't acting up no more.
0: Well, what? I said, bro, I'll never get in trouble again. I promise you. And uh end up going that's how I ended up at the at the small charter school that I went to, Cold Springs Charter. And um I think they had they had been around for three years maybe at the time. So, um, so what you had
1: how many how many uh how many classmates you had in your class, in, um in in the new charter school?
0: Oh man, it w- it was like I said, it was like year three. So it was it was smaller than, than public school for sure. So like public school schools yeah. like the big public school like you know 40 something maybe kids in the class and here it yeah. was like around 20 like around 20 okay. was the class size but um like the teams were just getting started I played football I didn't play football in my junior year I was the first division one athlete from the uh from the school right so, uh, that was crazy but uh yeah I had it so I had an interesting school experience so I, c- I can understand a little bit Mhm. At least they got phones and shit. <clears throat> but um, what else we got, y'all? What was <clears throat> we talking about when you left off?
1: What was we talking about? Um. Oh, I, what was we talking about? Nickel and corner play. Oh yeah. Talking about Urban. Nickel and corner. Urban, yeah, yeah, Urban. <laughs> No, we we're talking. we were talking about uh, Travis. How he had um. How he had him repping in the slot. And you was just talking about running backs yeah. coming in pass pro and all that. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing with that. Yeah, he's doing a lot. He's doing too much, man. He's doing too
0: much. I'm gonna have a uh, I'm gonna post a two minute, a two minute video today. Uh, because I I know you saw the comments at Teddy Bridgewater. We talk about that.
1: No, nah, we Whatever. didn't how they ain't practice two minutes and yeah, uh what was the two minute <laughs> what
0: else? Red zone
1: in red zone have you ever been that's around crazy. around something like that no nah, not at all all the good every team I've, um i've been on you you focus on two minute um thursdays typically um mm-hmm. and red zone um it's typically thursday and you'll touch back on it on friday so you got to be good in those areas though to to to, to win games in the nfl because that's what typically most of your games gonna come down to yeah um two minute two shoot two minute in the um right before the half and at the end of the game. And then obviously red zone. So yeah, you a good field go. goals and you punching it in. Yeah, and if you got a good red zone um offense or defense, man, that, that kind of shows goes to show like if you have a if you're good on that side of the ball, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. yeah.
0: That's for sure, man. These kids are definitely off the chains. Yeah, <laughs> man. What else we got, man? What y'all got? I got any questions? We got 10 more minutes.
1: About 10 minutes. Got a 10, minutes. 10
0: minutes. Justin, they still they still coming out saying Andy Dalton going to be the starter. Why are they lying to the Bears fan like this?
1: All I'm going to say is, like I said before, if the young boy is not ready, man, don't throw him in that fire. Obviously, if he's ready, um he's doing his thing, put him in there, but if he's not ready. All right, let's say let's say
0: Antoine Bethea is the defensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts, right? And I draft a safety number eleven, right? The most physically gifted safety in the in the draft. Is Antoine right. Bethea gonna have that safety ready to play week one as a coordinator? Yeah. Oh, speaking on me, yeah, I'm having right. <laughs> all right dude. I'm, like this, this is what they get paid the big bucks for. Matt is an offensive genius, an but, offensive but, but, guy.
1: But, you gotta have but, this guy ready. But but all I, I'm just I'm just keeping 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 a buck a buck. I'm not wishful thinking here. We've been in it's, we've been in places. I don't know if you've been in places, but we've seen where. Just saying, we talking about the safety. We got you might got a DB coach or defensive coordinator who might not be able to get this young man ready.
0: But this is what I'm saying. The head coach is the offensive play caller in this situation. I
1: understand
0: that. It's all on you. Like my job, on your job on the line as a coordinator, like it ain't like your first year. Your job's on the line, head coach, defensive coordinator, you just drafted the most talented. I don't care what position, defensive player in the draft. I gotta I, I gotta make sure that dude ready. I don't care if I gotta sit in the meetings with him.
1: I, I agree with you. I'm not saying I disagree with you. Like the coach, that's what you get paid to do. All I'm saying is just be real with the situation, assessing the assessing the situation when it's time to you know have that quarterback, whoever's gonna take that first snap in the regular season. All I'm saying is if he's not ready to lead that team day one, game one, snap one. Don't put him out there. That's all I'm saying. I'm not disagreeing with you saying that the coach should not I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you saying that the coach should that be ready. not his to get job to him ready. Yeah, that's his job. A hundred a thousand percent. And I agree with you. He should have him ready. But <laughs> but <laughs> hey, he, the job's on the line. His, his
0: butt is on the line. So that hey, that nah, shit better I be mean,
1: done, I, man. I, I, I get it. I get it. I if get he, it, if but, he
0: anything like Antoine Bethea, he gonna have Justin
1: Fields ready. And he gonna play. He from gonna from play what I see last year, from what I seen last year, we get we a little different. <laughs> we get we a little
0: different. Mitch, Mitch might have just been that trash, man. He might have just been that garbage. But Maybe, uh, shoot. what's this? Boom. Michael Ward, real question: What's greater, coach keeping their job or? Playing young players. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by? Yeah, yeah,
1: that's yeah, that's what I was going to ask. I didn't need that reworded. Um, because a lot of times, people, whatever. I was saying because a lot of times, the the guy above the head coach might take it out of his hands. Like the head coach, is like yo, I want to keep my job, but the guys above yeah. him, like, look, we want to get, we want to see these young guys out here. But this is
0: what I'm saying. So the owner, they, I mean, they're, they're probably the only team in the league that hasn't had a four thousand yard pass in team history. The owner wants the owner wants um wants him out there. He took him in eleven in the draft. The owner wants him on the field as soon as possible. The general manager he needs the quarterback to work out after the fiasco. You know, drafting Mr. Trubisky, passing on Deshaun Watson, passing on Mahomes. He needs this for his job. The head coach, offensive guy, same thing. So they got to collect and come together and put whatever they got to put around fields to be. written. it's not like they're working with you know a bum. We at least know he has the physical talent. From what I see on film, he looks like a guy that's prepared. That's a smart quarterback and knows how how to play the game of football. I mean, it's on them. It's obviously on the player, but it's on them to put him in in, in, in good situations to 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 succeed. Take that team to win, to succeed, and for that yeah. team to succeed, like nah, no, they, no they
1: question. That out, man. No question, no you question. But dog, bro. all I'm saying is, I've I've seen situations where everybody think it's a no brainer, and you come around and it's and it's not working working out like you thought it would. Um, but again, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm just saying, like, if the, if the young man's not ready, don't throw him out there week one, game one. That's what, that's me.
0: I got you. I got you. Um, so, I mean, obviously, I believe yes. Is this a bet? Is this a prop bet? I need to find a prop bet on Justin Fields if he's one out there. But uh, what uh, Nakiba Walker says something. You cannot replicate that game time speed in practice. They can't even touch quarterbacks in practice, for sure. It's a different ball game as a quarterback. You got that pressure on. You got people. We can't even be around the quarterback, the starting quarterback. Mess around, be around them. They follow through and they break a finger on your helmet or something.
1: Yeah. Do you guys think coaching matters more in the NFL or in college or same difference? I'd probably say same difference. What you say? Um
0: well if you if you accumulate more talent in college which you can you can be the significantly be more talented player in college right.
1: so right. yeah i would say NFL, I would say NFL yeah okay. um not, as far, not far as, as far like and it is not it is coaching but you know as far as like scheme wise and adjustments and things of that nature i think i think that in the in the big leagues that plays a big difference. And the um
0: well, this is probably the same, it's probably a little yeah, I would say equally is important. The culture you said, um in that in that team, in that locker room, uh, you know, on the college level, and then on the uh on the professional level, because on the professional level, on the college level is more on the coaches to set the culture, and then you got a good team, the players carry that out. Mm -hmm. On the pro level, it's the same thing, but it's even more important that the players set their own culture and their own boundaries within their meeting rooms, within their practices, and how they let shit go. Because, you know, coming into a meeting room with they in there, like, you're not about to be bullshitting in the meetings. Like, we're not about to be, you know, talking with the coach, talking, not paying attention if you're not on yeah. point. You know, when we call on you to say, hey, you know, what's your communication here? You just, you know, that's – so that's the culture that's set by those players. But the For coach sure. is going to say certain things. But if it's a player that's drafting the first round – or, you know, a big money free agent or something, you know, he getting paid more than that coach. Mm-hmm. So it's on those players in that room and that coach to hold him accountable. So mm-hmm. um but but co- I'm I'm with A B on that one. I think coaching would definitely matter on uh, NFL level more just because you can have such a huge gap in difference in talent on the college level.
1: It's funny you talk to you say that right. So I was um sit with uh Greg Jones the other day, right? Mm-hmm. Um you know so you know he was in jville with Freddie t with um mjd or whatever the case may be and you know i was just talking about as far as when you come when you when you have a new coach or when you have a coach and say you're that lead guy in the um in your particular room and when that coach can coach you hard mm-hmm. and you're able to accept that coaching it makes it easier for everybody in the room and makes it easier for that coach. So Greg was like, look, he was like, we had no choice, but to take the coaching because Freddie T was that, was that dude. And the coaches on Freddie T just as hard as he was on the rest of the guys, you know what I mean? And, and took, Freddie and T took, took the coaching, yeah. you know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, well, that, like you said, that's just that culture that, you know, you're setting um, in those particular rooms. Yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely important. This is a good question right here. I think we had talked about it once before. Um well, I got earlier. I got a
0: question. I got a question for you though before we even get to this. So What's I came up? into the league and that was kind of the environment that Brady like Brady took hard coaching. Now, and I, I don't know if him and Belichick had a conversation beforehand, like hey, I'm gonna cut your ass out in the meeting today. Cause I didn't yeah. had coaches Tell me, hey, I'm gonna get on you about something today. Like they'll get me here and stuff. I'm like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, hey, a yeah, yeah. coach, you know, it is right, what it right. is. Right. But um, so I, even if they did it that way, but Brady was always coached hard, and obviously he was hard on, not hard, but like everybody, everybody was held to the same standard. Yep. Was it like that with Peyton, or because I, I I didn't experience that anywhere else with quarterbacks with big time players? But was Peyton ever was he like coached hard like that, or? It didn't go down like that.
1: <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he was like called out and like. I, I think. I mean, obviously, just like Tom, you know. What I mean, he was just probably his his harshest critic. You know what I'm saying? Just being hard on himself as a player. Um, it definitely was. You know, in team meetings when we going over say the game or whatever, it's like look, we we. We can't turn this ball over. We can't make this type of pass, whatever the case may be. But it wasn't nothing like glaring, like yo, they was supposed <laughs> like they was on p, they was on p today. Like it wasn't, it Man, wasn't like that.
0: Belichick, I remember the first time he came in there, training camp practice, you know, pulling up plays with Brady's, you know, missing open guys. If 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 we had a quarterback that can hit a wide open tight end, we'll be all right. We'll be able to win some ball games. Yeah. So
1: I, I, I think that was I think that was like like we would say pre-recorded. Like, yeah, you know I'm saying I think had to, you know.
0: But I mean it would it was, you know, that was a the common thing. You know, Wes Walker, uh, I remember what he so um he had made some comments about um I think Rex Ryan or something, like he was kind of hitting that something with Rex Ryan. Y'all can look it up, and then he he made it. He made a comment about leadership or something like that. Yeah, man. Belichick was like, "You you talking about this or that? You leading the league in drops like so." Belichick, anybody could get it in that. Meeting. I would probably say Moss, Moss, probably Vince Wilfork was probably the two guys who he ain't really messed with like that. But outside yeah. of that, anybody could get it. But they they coach themselves, you know. They coach themselves. Of Vince jump sides. He put his hand up and he taking a lap around the field. Like you ain't got to right. get on him. Like he just, you know what I mean. But it'd it be a lot of funny, funny shit I'd be uh, <laughs> thinking about.
1: Yeah. But, uh,
0: but yeah, I know you had a question. on Yeah.
1: Huh? We had talked about this before. Like when we first started the pod, would you prefer to have a ball hawk corner like Marcus Peters, J.C. Jackson, Xavier Howard, or lockdown corners like J.A. Alexander, Jalen Ramsey? And if I remember correctly, um, I think you had said ball hawk. And I was give like me locked down. Um, Give me and I and I was like a lockdown corner. Uh, give me like a Dion, like a, a a Pat P in his prime. let see, Dion was both. See, yeah, he was, but I mean, more so lockdown. Like when you when you talk about it, you kind of talk about Dion being that lockdown where it's like, okay, I can put Dion on this guy and we can act this guy out of the game plan. Like you know what I'm saying? So I'm just, th- I'm kind of, I'm thinking on like. Uh, a defensive co- coordinator aspect um creating a game plan and that and that's even,
0: why
1: and Prime even like one
0: because he did both at that like when i think about brian you think about him lockdown i think about him like shit he probably gonna get in the end zone this game yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. like like peters like you know to lead Zonk. You know, them guys jumping some shit. Like, Revis was locked down, but I didn't expect
1: Revis to get, you know, pick six. But it's um, – like, for me, it's like when that, when you talk about the defense, like, like a Revis, man, like he cuts like a half the field down. So facts. it's like now I could do so much more with the other players on the field. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can add a guy in the box or something if we're going against a team that's running. I can – I can I can roll my coverage like it's so much other stuff that I can do, and not so that you go play, with lockdown. That, I'm gonna go with lockdown. I'm gonna go with lockdown. Yeah, I, I want that rock. I want that tailor. Turn that
0: tailor. Xavier Howard. I mean, once again, I feel like he was both last year, but he had 10 picks. If you coming out getting me like a champ, you know, eight, nine, ten piece, seven, eight, nine, like Zon. Mm-hmm. Give me He's that. Not- I want them extra possessions.
1: Nah, I want them extra baby. possessions. <laughs> oh, shit. Give me that,
0: Champ Bailey. I don't think Champ Bailey underrated. Was his
1: he was first ballot. He was first ballot, he but he he he. As far as media wise, who cares about the media? I mean, I think a, a lot of people might, but you I think media, media
0: wise,
1: huh? I'm not. <laughs> You're part of the media. Bro. I'm not. I got my podcast, but I'm not. a podcast. I, I'm not part a of the media
0: member. You can get credential at the Super Bowl this year.
1: I I can, but I'm nah. And that's what I'm nah, I'm not gonna be that. I'm not gonna be nah. But I think as far as like people talking about corners, I don't think champ gets talked about like he should. Yes, he's a first ballot hall of famer, but I don't think he gets talked about like he should. Yeah, agreed. Twelve time
0: pro bowler, most ever by DB. Champs definitely a goat, first ballot hall of famer. But uh somebody asked a question about I'm gonna get to it next episode. About that fourth and two game, what was the meetings like after that fourth and two game versus y'all, hmm. my rookie year? Uh-huh. So I hopefully I definitely remember to answer that one. But um,
1: yeah, yeah. Shit, I appreciate say y'all.
0: <laughs> I know y'all was hype, boy. Man, what Belichick? Hey, know if like one one thing they ain't gonna ever be able to say about me is that I was
1: scared. <laughs> hey, shout out to my guy Melvin Bullet. What a play! Shit. What a play! He uh, damn. I think he tore his labrum on that shit too. Or oh, oh, shoulder popped out of his uh, what or some. And before we get out of here too, man, shout out to the OG man, Robert Mathis. Um, he'll be inducted into the uh, coach ring of honor this yes, season. Yes, sir. Um, I forgot the uh, the exact date, but it's when uh, Tampa Bay uh comes into town. November twenty so, eighth. Uh, November twenty eighth, man. So shout out to the OG Robert Mathis, man. Ninety eight. All man. time
0: strip sack leader,
1: all that HBC man. I know.
0: you legend,
1: all that good stuff. I know. I'm definitely man. be in the building for that. Oh yeah, I see you there, brother. Yeah, sure. And,
0: all right, we out of here. Y'all know what to do.
1: Go.